0: It's time to swing into the golf world of today with Springdale Golf Live. Sponsored by our friends at the New Jersey Golf Foundation. Here's your host, Keith Stewart.
1: Members, friends, and players, good afternoon and welcome to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and I'll be here entertaining you on this Friday afternoon. Thank you for tuning into Fox Sports 920 the jersey. Well, it's U.S. Open Week and we are celebrating it in style with none other than golf's style aficionado, Mr. Marty Hackle. Turn it up, Joe. We song of the week sharp dressed man by zz top and there's no better way to introduce our guest today mr marty hackle coming on to springdale golf live marty good afternoon how about that intro for you yeah i
2: love that intro that that should be my theme song keith
1: you know what as far as i'm concerned it is your song Forget theme song, that song is just, it's it's all you It's all you, and thanks so much for coming on this afternoon Talk a little U.S. Open, and talk maybe a little golf fashion if we get into that Or anything else that might come up, you never know Yeah So, all the guys are out at Pebble Beach this week And they're playing in the U.S. Open But, you know, you're a man well-traveled over the years in golf Do you have any Pebble Beach stories to kind of get us started today Talking about the U.S. Open out there?
2: You know, I have one sort of little story that's great fun. Years ago, maybe 20 years ago, I was uh, out at Pebble Beach, and I was getting a golf lesson from a very famous instructor, Jim Flick. And after our lesson, we were having a coffee, and I said to him, gosh, you know, you've taught so many great players. You're Tom Lehman's coach, you're... You know, you've done a lot of work with Jack Nicklaus. Who is the best student you've ever had? And Flick looked at me and instantly said, Gene Hackman. And I said, Gene Hackman, the actor, uh, who, by the way, you know, used to own a home off of the tenth a hole at Pebble. And he said, Yeah, Gene Hackman. I said, I didn't even know that Gene Hackman played golf. He said. Well, he doesn't play a lot of golf, but he was a marvelous student because he could copy every single thing that I showed him on the first take. He was he was an absolute gem as a student. He was uh, he adapted himself immediately. Well, that's a great story, but we still haven't we we never really did see Gene Hackman play golf, but. Uh, And we lost Jim years ago, but Two wonderful
1: people. Two amazing people and, and out there at an amazing venue. It doesn't surprise me. And that's why I wanted to ask that you have a really good story to kick this week's show off with. And, you know, the, the venue for the 119th US Open that the USGA is hosting out there, I mean, it's spectacular. It's unbelievable. And they're having a really good tournament. So, so far, who do you like that's on this leaderboard? What, what do you like that you've seen so far?
2: Well, you know, it seems to me, Keith, that the players are dressing like the weather. You know, it seems to be cool and damp, uh, and everyone seems to be dressed in sweaters, jackets, just to sort of stay warm. Um, and it's kind of blended everything out to me so that um, it's almost like. From a fashion standpoint, uh, the tournament is, is flatlining. Uh, and yeah, we've got uh, for a few minutes, we still have Ian Poulter who just took an eight on the third hole uh, who's dressed in some bright colors. And when you see these these sort of, a little bit more vibrant colors like Justin Rose's sweater yesterday. It sort of brings everything to life a little bit. So I'm, I'm all for, um, dressing as golf is an outdoor sport, dressing with a little bit more of a sporty, colorful feel.
1: You know, I'm totally with you there. And and as we kind of segue into the the fashion side of things here, sometimes layering can be good. I think that there's a lot of layering options when we get into it in the fall. But right now with the U.S. Open, we really want to see, you know, in quarter zips, you're going to see a lot of maybe heathered colors or you're going to see a lot of solids. You're not going to see the type of striping or designs that you're going to see in an actual golf shirt. Right now, they're all covered up because, you know, they're right out there in the Monterey Peninsula. And, you know, obviously things look like it's a little bit chilly there considering you know what we're used to in June and seeing in a U.S. Open. Um, real quick question, then, since we're going to get into this, is that what do you think of Brooks's hat or the Nike hats with the flowers?
2: Yeah, it's a very, it's a little bit Duffy Waldorf. Uh, it's a little bit of fun. I think it's great. Fleetwood wore it the other day in a practice round. Uh, I noticed that Rory has got, uh, on the bottom of his uh, golf shoes, has got this very colorful motif. I think it's just terrific that they're having a little fun. They're doing some things that are a little bit different, and they're not afraid to roll the dice. I think I think that's great. I think we need more of that.
1: I couldn't agree more. I know when we bumped into one another at Bethpage, um, you know we both liked the Nike hat that was there. It was drawing attention to their athletes in a positive manner, and it was making things a lot more fun. And you know me, the director of fun, I'm always getting after the fun side of things. I'm with you. I loved Rose's outfit yesterday, and I think he does a pretty good job of fitting himself. Tall, thin, good-looking guy reminds me of somebody I know, but uh, the name doesn't come to mind right now. But uh, <laughs> just kidding. But he, you know, that color raspberry he had on yesterday, I like what everyone's doing with red, white, and blue, but not the conventional red, white, and blue colors. What do you think about, you know, kind of, you know, messing with the reds and the blues in order to spice things up a little bit?
2: Well, I think it's great if you can spice things up a little bit. And I think Bonobos, who is uh, Justin Rose's uh, clothing uh, vendor, if you will, supporter, uh, sponsor, uh, they've done a particularly good job uh, so far. Uh, they've had a problem initially getting the fit right, and it seems like Justin struggled with what kind of footwear he's going to use. And that he had on Adidas a few weeks ago. Now we've got some Nike footwear on, so uh, we know that that's changing. Well, that's... But I think I, I think it's important that all of these golf vendors should be thinking more about creating a little bit more of a lively uh, quarter zip or outerwear pieces. Uh, just, just because when we get into situations like this, we end up seeing sort of plain stuff. You know, Peter Millar uh, who was who dressing a number of players this week. I thought Snedeker looked great. I thought Harris English looked great. They had a little bit of color. Um, they, they really looked sharp. I thought that the players that Grayson is dressing, Luke Donald, looks excellent. Eric Von Ruden from South Africa. They both had uh, big, colorful motifs. Then uh, Ruin wore a, a sweater with the uh, wolf motif, and Luke had a big G Um uh, uh, Intarsia sweater that I thought was fabulous and quite different from everyone else. So I liked that they were marching to their own drummer, if you will.
1: No, I, I did like that Grayson look a lot. I, I caught a picture of that, and uh, I, I certainly like when some of these folks are being traditional, but at the same time pushing the edge a little bit and having some fun with things. I thought Justin Thomas looked good. I thought Polo Oh, a- yeah,
2: the red, white, and blue on Justin Thomas, the RLX. And, you know, they've developed a little mini collection, Justin has, with the RLX and Polo Golf, I had a chance to preview it the other week. They're selling it in the the merchandise tent at the open right now, and it's selling like hotcakes. It looks great, and it's something everyone can wear.
1: Yeah, I don't doubt that at all. You know, one of the other ones is, like, I I like when the outfit – Matches the player that is adorned in it. So a guy like Billy Hurley III, who has a military background, going to the Naval Academy, he looked really sharp yesterday in his fairway and green, and you know he had clean lines, and he looked like he was almost like you know in that Naval uh, Academy outfit. Um, You know, so much so that when you put something wild on another player like Ian Poulter, it matches his personality as as well. I think sometimes we fail when the fit's bad, or you know someone puts on a, a, a piece of clothing that, you know, they're not quite comfortable with. And, you know, you and I talk about this all the time, how, you know, you have to wear something that suits you, right?
2: Well, you know, you, you, you've, you've hit the nail on the head here. I think Summit has done an excellent job with not only with Billy Hurley, but I think their, their whole portfolio of brands. I mean, I pretty much live in, in their B Dratty brand, uh, not just on the golf course, but day in and day out. It just, it feels like you're putting on an old friend. Uh, it's comfortable and uh, always looks appropriate. And it's, um, it's fun. And, um, and I think we need more companies thinking a little bit like that. So you can be creative doing simple, straightforward things. It doesn't have to be off the wall outlandish, um, you know, to have its own DNA.
1: You know, one of the reasons, and folks, we're on the line here with Marty Hackle. He is the Golf Digest fashion editor. Everyone's known him in golf forever for being the man, Mr. Style. And we're so happy and proud to have him on Springdale Golf Live today. And, you know, in many ways, golf mirrors life, Marty. And... You know you're in tune with the whole fashion industry, not just golf in general. So, w- what kind of trends do you see out in the fashion world that are leaking their way slowly into golf that my listeners can kind of get excited about? Because th- there are some really cool things that are happening in the regular fashion world that I would love to see leak into golf and make us a lot more comfortable, like what B. Dratti's doing. You know, going for cotton and going for comfort, and or what Bonobos is doing with Justin Rose and making him look so sharp, but yet he is a really high performance athlete so are there any fashion trends that you see that are going to kind of make their way into golf anytime soon pleats 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 are pleats are coming back no way you heard it here
0: first
2: they are not they're not coming back Keith. they're already here in fashion we will ultimately see them in golf we won't see it as double pleats. We might see it as single pleats, but they're definitely back. Adam Scott's been wearing some pleated trousers from Uniqlo, and uh, of course, anything that Adam Scott wears, he looks like a million bucks. We're still we're seeing a lot of prints in fashion, now, particularly now in the summer. I mean, it's bright, it's colorful. There are just tons of prints, and I think we're going to see more and more prints as we go forward in the golf industry. And it wouldn't be unexpected to see someone like Zero Restriction come up with a great printed sort of uh, quarter zip windproof uh, pullover. Uh, I expect to see something like that from them.
1: Well, you know, Billy's a big fan of the show, so he's probably listening. So I, I bet you he just wrote that one down right there. Now,
2: Listening? I hope he's taking notes,
1: Keith. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, speaking of taking notes, he might hold this over you, but you know I love my rapid-fire Q&A, and it's a Springdale Golf Live tradition. My My listeners always want to get to know my wonderful guests. And you are certainly a VIP guest of all time. So I've got to hit you with a little rapid-fire Q&A here. Okay. Are you up for it? I'm
2: ready. All right. I'm ready.
1: Here we go. What is your favorite color? Blue. If you could add someone to Mount Rushmore, who would it be?
2: John F. Kennedy.
1: Oldest item in your closet?
2: Uh, Shoes. I have a great pair of shoes that are almost older than me.
1: Best place to watch a sunset? Mexico. Morning, noon, or night person?
2: Uh, Morning.
1: Would you or have you gone skydiving?
2: No, but I'd love to, and I know that that's something that Tiger used to do and loved doing it.
1: Yeah. Uh, He did back in the day. I remember that, those stories. Yeah. If you won a million dollars, what would you do first?
2: Uh... I'd give half of it to uh, ALS Research, and I'd spend the rest of my time figuring out who I could give the other half to.
1: Fantastic answer. What is your favorite cuisine?
2: Well, you know, I'm a Barney Greengrass fan, so uh, I, I would say uh, something like uh, just great, a great dairy selection of food.
1: Okay. would be fantastic. Do you always wear a seatbelt? Always. Even in a taxi?
2: Uh, yes, even in a taxi, even in a roller coaster.
1: All right. Well, I hope so, in a roller coaster. All right. When you hear the word style, who is the first person that comes to mind?
2: Um, Fred Astaire
1: fantastic well you know what folks listeners of springdale golf live when i hear the word style the first person that comes to mind is a man that's near and dear to my heart marty hackle thank you so much for being here today love you to death i'll talk to you soon
2: okay keith great fun enjoy
1: enjoy the u.s open this weekend amen well folks There you heard it from Marty Hackle. What's going on out at the U.S. Open? We're going to get into the leaderboard after we get back from this break. But for for right now, it is 3.15 p.m. here in Princeton, and it's 12.15 p.m. for our friends watching the Open out at Pebble Beach. Thanks for listening to Fox Sports 920, the jersey. You know we'll be back after this.
0: The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the NJPGA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf with a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming under the guidance of PGA professionals, so individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. To support the NJGF or learn more about programs and special events, visit njgolffoundation.org. That's njgolffoundation.org.
1: Springdale Golf Club members have been enjoying a club that's been a part of the Princeton community for nearly 125 years with the best golf and social experience in our region. But did you know about the benefits that extend beyond the boundaries of the club through its agreement with Troon Purvey, the private club operating division of Troon Golf Management? Springdale's historical significance, William Flynn design, with challenging greens, Blended with a dedicated team of associates, now combined with Troon's operational expertise are taking the club to the next level in commitment to the member experience. Just announced is a significant expansion of the Truin Purvey Privileges Program. This Vanguard service initiative includes enhanced golf and lifestyle benefits that extend far beyond the fairways. For more information about the club and all of the amazing fun things we have planned for 2019 and beyond, please take a moment and visit our website at www.springdalegc.org forward slash or call 855 255 1265.
0: Let's get back on course as Springdale Golf Live continues on Fox Sports 920 The Jersey. Once again, Keith Stewart back to Springdale
1: Golf Live. I'm Keith Stewart. You're listening to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. A lot going on here, live radio on this U.S. Open week. You know, Joe, can you cue up another song here, maybe? A little fashion song?
0: Well, you can burn my house, oh. steal my car. There you go, burn man. The king is here. The I love it.
1: There you go. A little blue suede shoes well, by the king, Elvis. You know, it's been a style week for this major championship out at Pebble Beach for the U.S. Open. I love it there. Little blue suede shoes, having some fun, having some good fun with my very good friend Marty Hackle. Great to talk to him in the first segment. Enjoyed being with him talking about fashion and golf on one of golf's most fashionable weeks. And and certainly when you start to talk about the one hundred and nineteenth US Open, you really have to consider the venue that is involved there. The stark contrast between the the brown sandy beaches and rock outcroppings, the crystal blue waters, you know the the really like kind of velvety blue waters there in Stillwater Cove and right there along Pebble Beach's shoreline. And then the really, really, really crisp greens and the different levels, the the rough greens and the putting green greens, the fairways just rolling amongst that landscape, the blue, the brown, the green as it all comes together. It's just a fantastic setting for then a little red, white, and blue to be adorned on these guys walking up and down the fairways. Um, The USGA flags, of course, in red, white, and blue. The stand. Fans just littered with tons of fans with so much color. You know, it's just this uh, amazing, amazing setting out there. And I, I think we're gonna get a really good championship. And one of the things I wanted to get to with Marty, but we, we didn't get there, we ran out of time, was talking about the amount of pressure that the USGA feels this week trying to put on a championship where there's not gonna be any Phil Mickelson episodes or anything crazy going on with you know folks complaining or greens getting out of control and I think they did a good job yesterday and if if I had to guess on the midway through the second round um, talking about this championship I think Mike Davis and the crew there and, and you know now in setting up the golf course and the agronomy and everything that's there I think what they wanted to do was start with a Thursday Friday where there could be a little scoring and then maybe reel it back much similar to what they did at Beth page and come out with a championship championship score that's maybe just a couple under par right around par which is what the u.s opens that i grew up on that we we were used to the scores being and i think that that to me is a great recipe because it gets everybody hooked in come thursday friday saturday and then if you want to beat them up a little bit on sunday well you got the best players in the best field playing their best it's the leaders that are left those that made the cut and you can go after them a little bit so i think so far the usga there's a lot of talk on the golf channel and sirius xm and everybody and, and all the different uh, emails that I get on my laptop. I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, you know, everyone talking about, oh, the USGA, if they don't, I mean, wh- what are we going to do? This is the 119th U.S. Open, and the 120th is at Wingfoot in Mimarenec in New York. So, I mean, I- I'm pretty sure we're going to Wingfoot next year, folks, and I'm pretty sure the USGA is going to host it. So, you know, without without further review, I-, I think that, I just wanted to interject, I think they're doing a good job. I want to support them, you know? I mean, when we start talking about the pop culture of golf, the USGA is in and, you know, for all of the criticism that they keep facing, they are doing some good things. So, kudos to the USGA. I think you've set up a good first round. The second round, the scores seem to be a little bit higher. Maybe they changed the pin positions a little bit. I haven't seen much TV coverage today. Very busy over at the club. Beautiful day here in Central Jersey. So, I haven't seen much on FS1 of what's going on with the Fox coverage. But what I will say is this, is that the score is a little higher. So, if we if we continue along that trend, and the trend is our friend, towards Sunday, I think we're going to have a really good finish. And you know what? I love living on the East Coast. I was born and raised in New Jersey, and I love New York City. I consider it the center of the universe, and I know my wife Lori is probably laughing right now because I say that all the time, and she's from Philly. And I'm, you know, I always kind of treat Philly as a little bit secondary to New York, just because you know I grew up as a, as a New York suburbanite. But uh, Philly's great too. Love the cheesesteaks and everything else that goes down there as well. But getting back on point here is that. When everything is planned around the East Coast time zones, as far as sports go, when you get a golf event like this, and you work in the golf business, and we can watch the U.S. Open in primetime on Saturday and on Sunday night, and Sunday being Father's Day, there's nothing better in my mind, Joe. There's just nothing better. Yeah, I might chill with my dad on Father's Day. We'll chill. We'll watch some golf. It'll be nice. I mean, you could do whatever you want all day, right? You get done... You know, after dinner at seven, seven thirty, the leaders got like twelve holes to go. You could lock in. I mean, you could have the best time watching the US open and you know, it's Sunday night, you're just chilling, hanging out with your dad, or I'm hanging out with my kids and we're celebrating Father's Day the way we should. And I I just think I just love it when something big like this is on the west coast and and those of us on the East Coast can enjoy it in prime time. Um, you know, I lost hockey this week until October. You know, <laughs> congratulations to the St. Louis Blues. What an um, unbelievable story! Um, so, congratulations to them for winning. My mom's family is originally from St. Louis. There's a lot of St. Louis Walshes out there. So, congratulations to all of them. I know they listen to the show on the podcast all the time. You know, they always look it up there on iTunes or Podbean or Google Play, and they're always listening. So, w- when they listen this week, congratulations. Um, I, one of the things I thought was really cool. My my wife was you know, talking about sports. And And entertainment, and everyone kind of getting it. This really quick story from the other night: My wife was streaming the Fish concert um, while I was watching the end of the game seven. And uh, Joe, you'll love this story, right? So, so watch the end of the game. Game's over. The St. Louis Blues win. Well, Fish was playing a concert in St. Louis that night, so they open up the second um, uh, part of the show, and they they play Gloria which has become the theme song for the St. Louis Blues. So they play Gloria, and I'm sure Trey and the guys have never played Gloria before, right? Right, they, right? They've never played it whatsoever, but they're great. They're you know unbelievable musicians. So they go out and they say, you know what? We know where we are tonight. We're in St. Louis. They've never won a Stanley Cup. If they win, we should probably do this for them. And the whole second set, they intertwine the Gloria riff amongst all their fish songs and everything. And I thought that that was just one of the coolest things. And that's what I love to talk about on this show. I mean that that that's pop culture right there. It's hockey, it's music, you know, this week it's fashion, it's golf. We're doing all these really really cool things. I mean speaking of a cool thing that's USGA wise, right? We have to discuss the fact that Springdale My home away from home, you know, over there at the tower. We are hosting a USGA qualifying event this Monday. So we're going to have 86 young men, boys, out at the club trying to qualify for the USGA Junior Boys Championship, which is going to be played out in Toledo at Inverness. So 86 boys are coming out for probably four or five spots to go to this national championship. We've had kids playing practice rounds there all week. I mean, these these young men, they're all going to shoot under par in order to qualify. And they're going to be fantastic. The golf course is in Unbelievable shape. We just came off member guest week. Wait, you know what? I'll get back to that in a second. Um, the member guest week part, Joe, write that down. make sure right. I get back to right. that. Okay? I got you. All I right. Got you. All right, so but for now, you know, I'm really excited to host this USGA qualifying on Monday at the club. The club is going to have these great players there. It's in great shape. and uh, we look forward to doing that now. member guest week, right? I would be remiss if I didn't mention our member guest winners. Member guest week is every year, the second week in June at the club. We have we had the 78th men's Springdale Invitational, which I came in during the middle of last week and did the show with Conrad Ray. And our winners of that on Saturday afternoon were Mr. Ron Reeman and his guest, Chris McDonald. So, congratulations yeah, to them. Great job, great job. And then on Tuesday, we backed that up with our women's member guest, which the theme of that, Joe, was Flower Power, or we called it Flower Power at the Tower right? Say that three times fast, right? I like that. And we had net and gross champions, so I'm going to go with our net champions first. It was Judy Apuzzi, our member and her guests, so congratulations to them. And our gross champions were Jen Green and her guests, so congratulations to all of those Springdale members. Those are big events. I mean, those are the premier events at the club, and they did a fantastic job. And so congratulations to them. I wanted to give them their props. And speaking of Jen Green, I got a text during the break. I mean, this is, this is how much we live in real time, Joe. Okay, what, what to say? Are you prepared for this? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I got a text from Jen Green during the show. She had a hole-in-one today at the club. So the range on this is pretty good, and if you're a member listening, that means you get a free drink, so I'd head on over. Yeah. I'm just saying. Most definitely. You know, it's going to be a fun night at the club. They have a club dinner tonight and everything. But she had a hole-in-one this afternoon, so congratulations. Good week, good week for her. Yeah. Right? Real good week for her. She uh, won the gross division of the women's member guests. Hole-in-one on a Friday. Um, you know, everyone will be celebrating there over at the club. And one of the things I'm going to be celebrating come Sunday is the winner of this U.S. Open. I'm right. certain don't get me wrong Joe. I am going to be celebrating Father's Day, right? But I'm certainly going to be celebrating um the winner of this US Open. So, we're halfway through the second round. Justin Rose is leading right now. Who's your pick to come win Sunday? Well, my pick is Jordan Spieth. Um, you know, there is a story floating around that he did kind of flip out on his caddy and some people are giving him flack for that. But honestly, I can't really blame the guy because it's the U.S. Open. This is like big time here. So, of course, emotions are going to be high. You can't really get mad at the guy for just wanting to be on his game and wanting you know, his caddy to be on his game. There's Ooh. no doubt about it. He did come out and say, hey, in the heat of the moment, the microphone caught me. I was just being intense. He did apologize to his caddy publicly, Michael. He says it wasn't directed at him. It was just directed kind of at uh, the golf gods in general. <laughs> me, um, early in the week... I'm loving guys like Tommy Fleetwood and Brant Snedeker, but you know, the human ATM is out there. My man, Matt Kuchar, the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech. He's playing well. Jordan is tied for 29th, so we like where he's at. Uh, My man, Matt Kuchar, is tied for 12th. He's just four back of Rose. And the one, the only, Tiger Woods, who's out on the course in the same group as Rose, he's tied for 18th. He's two under. And we're just going to have a great championship. All right? So, one thing's for sure, before we wrap up here today, I want to make sure, and we send you over to Doug Gottlieb, that we thank our sponsors. And there's the music. All right, New Jersey Golf Foundation. Love you guys. and your three pillars for all that you do. Summit Golf Brands. Love you, too. Be dratty, Fairway and Green, Zero Restriction, EP New York. My man Jimmy and my belt today from FH Wadsworth. Our producer on the board, Joe, Springdale Board of Governors, Troon Golf Management, and most importantly, all of you folks, our listeners. Enjoy the U.S. Open. Enjoy Father's Day. I'm headed to Springdale, but where are you headed? Well, let the tower be your guide. And from Princeton to Pebble Beach and, of course, everywhere online. May you all have a Springdale Day.